0: Hey fam, welcome to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am your host, Tony Collier, and each series we lean into the stories of women and men that uncover their brokenness and practically show us all how they've rebuilt their lives with hope and grit. Come on, come on, let's lean in. Hey, what's up, fam? It's Tony Collier, and you are listening to another episode of the Still Coloring Podcast, and this one is with my girl, Dr. Allison Cook. And let me just tell you, we go real deep, real fast, honey, okay? We talk about going back into our painful moments of our childhood, which is scary, but hard and needed. We also talk about spiritual bypassing. Hello, somebody. Let's just put it all out there. And also, we talk about 13 year old Tony and we have like a mini little counseling session and I cry and it's just it's it's a lot okay but we do it for a very specific reason because we wanted you to see someone hear someone going back into the painful parts of their story to prove that you can do it as well listen after you get done with this podcast I know that you're going to love it so much so make sure you share it with your friends your family text them repost it go on instagreezy show me a little picture of where you're listening to the podcast or watching the podcast where you're listening to it at and tag me so that i can repost and reshare and all the things i hope you love this episode here we go well hello i am so excited we are here uh Gosh, another episode of the Still Coloring Podcast to close this season out. And here's what I love so much about the Still Coloring Podcast. Obviously, we're about hope and we are about um, spreading joy and all those things. But we are not just about mountains of hope. We're about valleys. We're about embracing pain. And we're in this series um, right now called Embracing Pain and what that means. And it's not a cute little title and it's not fun sounding, but that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be about the hard work that it takes for us to get to the other side. Of healing and hope. And you guys know this on every single season we try our best to have a licensed professional on with us to talk about everything that we've kind of unpacked, but also to give us some practical tips. And I'm excited. I have the chills a little bit and you can't see me right now, but I'm like rubbing my shoulders. If you can see me, I'm rubbing my shoulders because my pits are sweating and I just needed to get some air because we've got Dr. Allison Cook with us. And I'm going to read like a a quick little official bio here, but then I want to just tell you my run in. OK, I'm calling it a run in with Dr. Allison Cook, <laughs> where I cried all my mascara off in front of my house in my car. OK, um, Allison is a psychologist. She's a podcast host. She's the author of two books, one of which I have already read. Um, It's Boundaries for Your Soul. This is her first book. And good Lord, that's a book that you have to read. Then she's got a brand new book with Thomas Nelson that just came out uh, in September called the best of you and i don't know about you but i want the best of me to come out not only for myself but for my friends my family my boo thing i want the best of me to come out and show up in this world now here's what's great about dr allison for 20 years all right i'm only 31 so i was up in elementary somewhere popping when this incredible woman was helping women ministry leaders couples families learn how to heal from get this painful emotions hello develop confidence from the inside out forge healthy relationships and fully live out their god-given potential if that is you okay listen in lean in make sure you stay plugged in for this entire episode dr allison cook how are you doing i'm doing great i love your intro you are awesome (laughs) i'm so glad that you're here here's why i'm super excited one because you're incredible obviously we just heard the bio but two because you made me cry from the depths of my soul not even a month ago okay and here's what went down we have a confessional community for those of you that know it it's a group of women group of us that have decided that we are going to press into pain but we're not going to do it alone we're going to embrace pain in community we're going to have people that can hold our arms up and also catch our eyelashes when them suckers fall off from crying okay and every single month we meet for three hours and Dr. Allison so graciously joined us and I'm just thinking we were just going to kind of I don't know hear from her learn from her it was going to be all good and then sis started asking me questions about my childhood and I melted honestly and and the truth is it was extremely painful it was painful Mm -hmm. to go back into little girl Tony who was a freshman in high school 13 years old losing her virginity being sexually manipulated it was really painful to go back to the memories of being alone and Dr. Allison went there with me but she didn't just leave me there she tended to me she helped me understand what it meant to go back into painful moments and come out on the other side. And, and that's what I hope she can do for you today. If you're watching, if you're listening, I hope that she can give you some practical tips. She will give you some practical tips to really tend to those emotions. And so that's why I'm excited as well, because we're going to do the hard things. OK, um, but here's where I want to start. I want to start with your book. Okay, the brand new book, because I listen, Mm -hmm. I audio booked the boundaries for the soul book, and it has changed my life drastically. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk really quickly about your your current book, because it's Mm -hmm. right up the alley of this season of the podcast. And I just want you to explain, what does it actually mean to be the best of you? Why did you write this book?
1: Yeah, the best. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. I, I, uh, we did have quite a moment. It was beautiful. And uh, you were so graciously was my recollection is also you were kind of like,
0: I I know I was just like that. That's correct. Mm -hmm. We
1: had a lot of safety. There was a lot of safety. And uh, it was just a beautiful. uh, It's one of the things I love about my work is I get to know people really fast yeah. and uh just a beautiful beautiful time but um the best of you i would say is a little bit of a prequel boundaries for your souls the deep dive into a very specific approach to yep. therapy based yep. on the internal family systems model it's a christ-centered approach to that model mm. um, and it gets right into the marrow of of the work i would say the best of you is a uh, it's it's similarly deep, but it's a broader kind of, I would say it's the entry level book of mm. like, why do I need to look at my childhood wounds? Yep. What it you know, what are some of my relationship patterns? What's codependency? It's sort of like a therapy 101. Like, yep. what even is that? Why does it matter? What does it mean to have a self? Is it okay to focus on myself? Why mm. should I focus on myself boundaries? Um, you know, all it kind of just gets at all of those things that one would encounter in yeah. the process of therapy and then boundaries for soul kind of takes you to the deep dive uh, yeah. to do the work.
0: That's why I love it so much because I feel like a lot of our listeners are people, specifically even women, who are like, I want to be whole. I want to be more Mm -hmm. healed, but I Mm -hmm. need to put some language to this. I need to get some information. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the best of you... I just, I feel like it's going to take people there. Like it's going to get people there, but like baby steps. Mm -hmm. Boundaries for your soul. Good Lord. It snatches (laughs) your wig. It does all the things. And so I'm excited (laughs) about the book and I'm excited because on your Instagram, what I've been seeing is kind of these like little excerpts and concepts from the book. And one of them that caught my eye, I screenshot it. I saved it to my phone was the ignoring painful emotions one. And Mm. I just, I I want, okay, I'm going to read it, but then I just, I want you to talk about why people ignore painful emotions. And that's like an elementary question, but I feel like mm. somebody needs to hear it, somebody needs to resonate with it. Why mm. do we ignore painful emotions?
1: We, we wanna think that we can shove them aside. You know, they're painful, so yeah. we don't wanna go to go to the pain, right? But yeah. And so we tell ourselves, well, I can either will them away or I can shame myself away and tell myself I shouldn't have them. The other mm. thing we do is we use some of these spiritual, you know, oh, well, God doesn't want me to have those. That's another thing we do. Mm. And all of that just sends those emotions to places in our soul where they're not getting the care that, we, that they
0: need. Okay. Now, wait, wait, let's just put a pause, a little pin in this. We think that God doesn't want us to. Can you, can you just dive into that really quickly?
1: There's these messages. Um, I talk about it a lot. I, I talk about it on socials, but also in my book. Uh, I call it, we call it spiritual bypassing—and so it's a way of sort of bypassing the pain by sort of slapping a nice spiritual platitude, such as, you know, God doesn't want you to be angry. Yeah. So don't be angry. But it's like, well, the, does God? I mean, I just am angry. It is a fact. It's not yeah. bad nor good. It yeah. is what it is. And. This is what i kind of had to learn in my own life or fear you know starve your fear fear is bad and it's like well i have fear um and so mm. we kind of we try to talk people out of their emotions often in the interest of faith but it's like how is god gonna heal what's mm. underneath those emotions if we're not honest about them and if we're not bringing them to him or not mm. bringing them to our safe trusted people so Emotions are just cues. And I do think that's an unfortunate message that somewhere along the line, we've learned that emotions are bad, yep. that emotions you know, should be shoved aside, as opposed to just cues like the, you know, the dashboard light on our car mm. that tells us, pay attention, notice yep.
0: something's happening something's happening. Okay. Surprise. (laughs) I I love that you talk about spiritual bypassing. I think that is a thing, especially for my generation. We grew up in churches Mm -hmm. where it was just like, God's this big mean God that wants you to be perfect. He's standing at the Mm -hmm. end of the tunnel waiting for you to get cleaned all up and then get to him. And I really think it's damaged us in ways that Mm -hmm. I think we have seen manifest, but also in ways that we haven't even discovered yet because we've Mm -hmm. chosen to bypass our emotions. So we can't really discover Mm -hmm. what we even need healing from. I say this all the time. You know, people are like, oh, you just got to be holy. You got to be holy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in for the holy. But we've got some holy people out there. That's just mean. Okay, they Mm -hmm. just rude and they're not rude maybe because they want to be, but because they've got some deeply rooted hurts that they have not accessed because they thought that a scripture would heal them. And I just believe that the Lord wants holy people, but also people that are whole that go through these healing journeys but Dr. Allison, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Cause I'm not a doctor out here. I feel like the quickest way, maybe the fastest way to get to healing and wholeness is to embrace pain is to be able to look at pain head on. What are your thoughts on that? Am I crazy? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm you know I'm guessing
1: Tony, you learned that the hard way. Yeah. Um, as do most of us. But but what happens to unacknowledged pain? Unacknowledged pain doesn't go away. It festers. It's like mm. if you got a broken arm, you know, as a child, and nobody takes you to get that arm fixed, it gets worse. Mm. You know, your arm doesn't fix. You know, so we have to bring pain into the light. the more we face our areas of woundedness, the more we yeah. face our pain. The, I mean, we. Be, those are the kind of people you want to be with, right? Those are the people, yes. the people who've done that work. It's not pleasant at first. I don't want to make false promises. It can be hard at first, mm. but you can pace yourself. Yeah. You can go at a, at a at a gentle pace. You don't have to do it all at once, but there's freedom in mm. knowing, man, I have looked under every rock in my soul, even the painful ones, and I've brought it all out into the light and yeah. man, how, I'm, I'm free. You know, how, mm. how can I... How can i be hurt you know i kind of know i mean sure we can be hurt but I, it's just it's the most freeing mm-hmm.
0: way to live so i agree with you all right here's the question do you have big goals for 2023 or are you like me taking it one day at a time just trying to stay on top of my crazy to-do lists? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm actually feeling pretty excited about the new year and that's in part because of the prep dish meal plans I've recently started using. Y'all listen, I don't really like to cook, okay? I just gotta be honest about that. But these meal plans have been helping me cook and enjoy really delicious, healthy meals even on weeknights. Now, I don't even have to think about what I need to cook okay I let the prep dish team take care of it for me every Friday I receive four meal prep meal plans straight to my inbox gluten-free paleo low carb and super fast which takes just one hour to prep five healthy dinners for the whole week y'all Prepping my week's meals with these time-saving meal plans has been a total game-changer for my weeknights. I never have to think about what's for dinner, and I have so much more free time to relax with my family in the evenings. Now, the founder, Allison, is both a dietitian and a chef, and I just love knowing that our meals are not only delicious, but nutritionally balanced as well. Plus, she's a mom, like me, to two little boys, so she gets the need to feed a family without spending hours in the kitchen every night. Now, if you want to serve healthy, homemade meals without the stress, the founder Allison is offering my listeners, the Still Coloring Podcast listeners, a free two-week trial to try it out. And you can't beat that, okay? So check out prepdish.com slash Tony for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash T-O-N-I for your first two weeks free. This is a no-brainer, y'all. I mean, I love free stuff. I love saving time. Go get it done, okay? All right, so some of you listening know about my past with marriage. I was in a really toxic marriage, very verbally abusive, and I got a divorce and I got remarried really quickly. And I gotta tell you this, I really wish that I would have taken my time. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my man and we have an incredibly beautiful marriage. But if we had a little bit more time, I think we would have dived into some incredible resources. Like the one I'm getting ready to tell you about. Countdown to Marriage is an online course created by Legacy Family Ministries, and it is the ultimate preparation for a meaningful and fulfilling marriage. Countdown to Marriage will help an engaged couple to connect and lay a solid foundation before declaring their vows. In this six session course, Legacy Family Ministries walks couples through practical topics like communication styles, conflict management, sexual intimacy, shared finances, and even how to navigate relationships with (laughs) in-laws. Can I get an amen on that? The course is led by Byron and Carla Weathersby, who have spent nearly 30 years, you heard that right, 30 years preparing thousands of couples for marriage, including Chip and Joanna Gaines. The Countdown to Marriage course provides engaging training videos, actionable resources from each lesson, and really important discussion questions to get couples talking about what Matters most now. If you are engaged to be married, or you know someone who is, I want you to visit legacycountdown.com/slash-online and enter the code IV Media to save twenty five percent off the cost of the course. Again, that's legacycountdown.com/slash-online and use IV. That's I V E Y Media at checkout to receive twenty five percent off. Here's the deal: we need stronger marriages. We need marriages that will last through really hard things. And the only way for us to see that is to see couples living on the offense, not the defense, before they walk down the aisle, getting equipped with a solid foundation so that their marriage lasts. Check it out. I'm going to go back to this Instagram post. Okay, here's what it says. It's ignoring painful emotions. All right, Dr. Allison Cook, shout out. Here's the myth. That ignoring difficult emotions will make them go away. And here is the truth. Ignoring difficult emotions can send them to an isolated, untended place within your soul where they do not receive the care they need. Let's go into internal family systems a little bit. Let's talk about soul work. If I'm Mm -hmm. honest with you, the word soul, I, I don't even know the last time I used the word soul or referenced my soul And I think there's somebody listening and watching today that's like, yeah, how do we even tend to our soul? What is that? What does that mean? How has it been impacted by our trauma and pain?
1: Yeah, if you think about the soul simply as the non-physical, we have a body and a soul. I I don't split hairs on all the theology of, you know, there's a lot of other people that can do that for you. (laughs) But, for you know, how we talk about it is. And if you think about your body, like if something's broken or wounded or hurt, you kind of can find it. Mm, you can yeah. usually, you know, not always, but usually you can kind of get to the root of it. It's no mm. different in our soul. The heart, but we can't see it. We can't see, but but our soul similarly gets wounded. That's yeah. where we get, you know, as children, through neglect, through abuse, through all these things, mm. we, and it, ironically, the soul lives in the body. So it's all in the nervous system and connected to the brain, mm. but these, these, painful th- these wounds live inside of you know mm. this body that god has given us this body and soul god has given us but what's hard about it is we can't we can't go find the bruise and push on it and go right. is that is that right yep. so we have to learn how to become sort of a student of our own emotions yep. which is often surprising to people of our own triggers where we get activated in yep. big ways okay that's interesting that yeah. was a cue to something that's going on inside of me. That's really good. Um, It's really just paying attention to yourself. And again, we're not taught to do this in faith communities, which is something I'm on a mission to sort of change because I always think of Jesus. There's love God, love others as yourself. Well, there's an assumption there that we have a relationship with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it is one of our most important relationships. Because how can we be in relationship with others if we're not also in a healthy relationship with ourselves? So when we talk about the soul, it's just getting to know the Mm. self on a deep level. Where are my areas of woundedness? Where are my areas of strength? Where are my talents? What are my gifts? These are all really good things to know if you wanna have healthy relationships with other people.
0: Okay, this is so good. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna share some of my business real quick. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna take the listener and the watcher into the moment, okay, where you made me cry in my car in front of my house. Okay. All my family's like, Are you okay (laughs) out there? I'm like, I'm not. I'm not okay. What I discovered in that moment is there was a part of my soul. And I, I love that we use the word part. That you're kind of explaining that we're not just, you know, this one soul with this one feeling, but there's parts of our souls, right? I may hopefully I'm saying this right. Well, I discovered this part of my soul that felt really lonely and abandoned and overcompensating. And I had to go back into my soul and access that part from childhood that was alone in my house. My parents mm-hmm. were driving back from Louisiana. We lived in Texas and I had this older guy come into the house. His best friend sat in the living room and I lost my virginity that day. And I remember mm-hmm. sitting in my bedroom for the first time feeling just really like dirty, mm-hmm. nasty, Um unclean like I just it was that moment I think where darkness entered into that part of my soul well today she's like peeking around the freaking corner and I'm like sis what you doing here girl okay we didn't healed we didn't went to counseling don't come over here okay but I keep feeling her I keep feeling her come out and say someone pay attention to me someone save me Uh and I could just cry about it dang it dang it Dr. Allison um what do I do when she comes up today when I've got two kids, I've got a husband, I'm trying to lead a ministry, but I'm also wanting to be vulnerable and honest that I'm not perfect out here and I've got some wounds. What do do I do? And I'm hoping that someone listening and watching today will look at the the honesty that I'm like presenting right now and maybe start to access a part of their soul that's similar Mm -hmm. or whatever, Mm -hmm. What do I do with that little girl as she's like, pay attention to me?
1: She needs you. Mm. How many How many kids do you have, Tony? You have just had two. one. I just had a three-month-old. So I have an
0: eight-year-old. Uh huh.
1: That's, that's what I thought. So I often tell this to my, my mom clients who are females. I'm like, yeah, actually now I have a third. Oh, <laughs> surprise. Right? She's a little girl inside of you. Not to get woo-woo, but Come on, this yeah. is a part of you that also needs your attention, your mm. care. She never got what she needed. Mm. She didn't get that safety, that presence, that love, you know, without, with only knowing a little bit, she didn't get, and she's looking to you now going, Mm. yeah, you came and you found me and, and thank you so much. And now here I am. Right. Mm. And so, and I know, I know, it's like, (laughs) I got, I got things to do. I got things to do. No girl, sit down. (laughs) But it's beautiful, this young you. And, Mm. and, and you know what, here's the thing about these, these little parts of it. They live in our memories. There's a science behind this, right? Yeah. And and we won't go into that, but she, we are every version of ourselves still lives mm. inside of us through the power of our memory. And so yeah. now what you've done is you've kind of freed her to be the, the how old was she? It was
0: 12, was 13. 13 years yeah. old. The
1: 13 year old, getting old clammy, right? That, yeah. that maybe she could have been you know? Mm. And so she's kind of at like, can I be a third? Like, what would it be like? So if Mm. I was you, yeah, what I might do is kind of just spend a little, she doesn't have to take all your time, but just say, what's one thing you'd like this week? Mm. What's one week 13 year old Tony Mm. would really love to do this week. And then you, as your adult self say, and maybe she wants to go out with your other kids, you know, Uh. but you're, you're, that's all you're just, you're just saying that is so fascinating because 13 year old Tony got freed. She was in this terrible place mm. that was dark and during now she wants more of me, mm. you know? And so you just, you kind of learn, what does she want from me? Yeah. And you can break that into your prayer time, you know, uh, you know, that, that self-reflection time yeah. of like, how can I be good to her mm. this week? What does she like? What does she wish she could have done at 13 that no one ever took her to do? Maybe yeah. you, you know, you start to just, Enjoy the process of getting curious about her. I'm
0: like fighting back tears. I just, (laughs) here's the thing. I'm not trying to be a leader or a podcast host or a speaker that doesn't share this part. I I don't want to sit behind a mic or stand on a stage and say, Oh, this is what you do without saying, no, I'm doing this work too. And I'm not, sharing because it's just hard I'm sharing because it really works when I took a moment and mm-hmm. looked at little Tony 13 year old mm-hmm. Antoinette, which is my full name full government oh. name and I said you're not dirty mm-hmm. that was really hard it does not get to define you and I'm here now there was just a part of me that was like Man, that really sucks to look back on. It's so painful. But I would not have wanted to leave this earth without looking at her and saying, you're invited here. You don't have to hide Mm. anymore. There are people that will accept you as you are. And those people start with me. I'll be the ringleader to saying you sitting down in your bed that day is not gonna destroy your future That's right. look at you now you know you're, you're freaking podcast host girl okay shoot you're doing things and That's I want right. that for other people so bad yeah I know. now here's the question obviously painful things are really hard but what do you think what else do you think stops us from leaning into these really hard moments do we just are we just like looking at like the rest of our lives saying I can do without this? Like is the world influencing us in a way that says, no, you don't have to look back to move forward. Like mm-hmm. what should people be looking out for that's stopping them from going back, tending to those parts of their souls so that they can be more healed and whole.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's one of the things I think we say in boundaries for yourself. It's a, it's a slower way to get to where you want to be faster. It, it feels, mm-hmm. it can, feel, you know, it's,
0: wait i just want pause. you to say that one more time
1: it's going a slower
0: back, okay yes to, yeah
1: paying attention to these past wounds mm-hmm. it's a slower way to get to where you want to be faster okay
0: I, just <laughs> say, that, I think that's for somebody i think that's for somebody yeah. okay so go ahead yeah. i'm so sorry i just needed it well, yeah because if you don't
1: do this work you're going to get somewhere but it may not be where you want to be first of all Mm. right because then we're acting out of our then we're acting out of our wounded places we're trying to so when we do this work all of a sudden you have incredible you've just met a beautiful part of yourself yeah i mean i cannot wait to get to know 13 year old tony more i just she's amazing yeah and look you know and and so yes it took some time right it slows you down Mm -hmm. You, you you probably had to rearrange your day a little bit, you know, or you might have to slow down to make room for her, Yeah. but she's gonna help you become more of who you really are, more of who you wanna be, mm. more of the life you really wanna have, more of the kind of mom you wanna be, more of the relationship. She's part of that key mm. to your best, to the best of you, to the best of this life God wants for you. So if you don't slow down enough yeah. to bring her in, you're gonna miss something really precious and really beautiful. Okay, wait, wait, wait.
0: So I feel like there's somebody listening and watching like me who's like, wait, but how? Like, w- mm-hmm. what would I miss out on if I didn't look back and invite the parts of my soul that are incredibly broken and lonely and in pain mm-hmm. and are hard? What what good can even come of that? I don't understand because <laughs> I'm like, this is more for me than for y'all. Okay. I, I hope you taking those because I surely am. Okay. I'm in a counseling session it. right now. Thank you. This okay. Is,
1: I, I love it. I love it. Because each of those parts of you is precious. Mm-hmm. Each of those parts of you is a part of who you are. And yeah. I do, I believe God is in the business of healing every part of who we are. And so yeah. if we shove some of them aside and we kind of leave them out on the front door and they're kind of like orphan parts of us that we wish we could just leave, that we're, we're denying, we're mm. betraying, we're rejecting beautiful aspects of how God made us just because those parts of us didn't get the care that we needed wow. back in the day, man. It's our job to go make that whole. I think it's the biggest mm. part of our life is to, with God's help, go back and go, oh my gosh, I've got to retell that story and bring that part of me into a place of honor, Mm. you know, in my soul,
0: not to stay broken, but to become more whole. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, because whether we like it or not, they are a part of us. Those parts are a part of us. That's right. And if you leave them broken and fragmented, they will always be broken and fragmented attached to you. Attached right. to your today. And but, but if we can go back into our past, into our childhoods, mend them, help them, invite them in, not be ashamed of them and make them whole, then what happens is those broken, fragmented parts of us that are attached to us become whole parts of us. Is that That's what you're exactly saying? That's
1: exactly right exactly right and these broken parts of us often especially the childlike ones are 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 what brings us uh, wonder play they bring us um you know you think about children when they're freed to be who they really are they want to play they want to create they want to dance they want to sing they want to um you know even the fearful parts of us sometimes they're there but they slow us down and they help us be tender with ourselves Mm. they become beautiful when they're whole just like our children, it's they like in babies. inside of us. Yeah. Instead of oh. kind of dragging us down with those feelings of like despondence and despair, or I'm too broken, or shame, yeah. or I'm not good enough, or I wasn't worth that love. Which is what happens when we don't tend to them. All of a sudden, they're alive inside of us, not right? Alive. And we're
0: we're alive. <laughs> I'm just I'm like overwhelmed. Well, if you are a faithful listener of the Still Coloring Podcast and you listen to season one, then you've heard me share about an organization near and dear to my heart, Africa New Life. And you also know that I have been sponsoring a student named Sandrine Ishamwe since she captured my heart during a trip to Rwanda in 2019. Now, God has created an extraordinary transformation in Rwanda, and we want more communities and families to see, hear, and feel the good news this Christmas. Currently, more than 11,000 students are sponsored through Africa New Life, confidently pursuing their education while being encouraged by local staff and gaining access to medical support and other care, all while learning about Jesus, y'all. As Africa New Life continues to support communities in Rwanda and disciple families, they really need more sponsors to come alongside students. These students and their families have faithfully prayed for a sponsor for a while now, trusting that God will provide. And we know that God will continue to work miracles in Rwanda. And fam, listen, we have the incredible opportunity to be a part of this. This holiday season, as we expectantly wait for our Savior, let's provide joy and hope to students in Rwanda by sponsoring their education. I have made it a personal goal for our still coloring family to sponsor 50 to 100 african new life students this holiday season listen this isn't about numbers we are talking about 50 to 100 individual students individual families whose lives will be drastically changed and i just think that's a beautiful way to celebrate the birth of our savior by helping transform a young person's life and being a part of a transformative chain reaction that will empower an entire community. Listen, if you're ready to be a part of some amazing Christmas joy, go to africanewlife.org forward slash Tony to see the students waiting for sponsorship right now. It will change their life and it will undoubtedly change yours. Again, that's africanewlife.org slash T-O-N-I. Let's hit our goal of 50 to 100 students and let's change the lives of 50 to 100 people and beyond. So if you're looking for a new Bible study, I want to tell y'all about one from my friends at Women of Welcome. Their team has created a real beautiful, simple, and also free Hello Somebody Bible study that can be done individually or even with a group. Women of Welcome is a community dedicated to diving into the whole of Scripture to understand God's heart for the immigrant and the refugee. The welcome of Christ was astonishing to the culture around him. I mean, he gave voice Voice to the speechless, frustrated, the powerful, he humbled the wise, and as Christians, our welcome should be like his, wonderfully surprising, deeply challenging, and firmly rooted in love, not just love for the people in our neighborhood, the people that look like us, believe like us, talk like us, walk like us, but love for all every single human being all created in the Imago day, the image of God. What's incredible is that last year, I actually got to go to the Mexico border with Women of Welcome, and it was incredible. My eyes were opened, my heart was humbled, compassion grew. I mean, it was beautiful and hard at the same time. Now, when you decide to start following Women of Welcome and learning from them, I want you to know that you will venture into a journey of understanding biblical hospitality in a fresh, and authentic way. Now, a great starting point is their Christ like welcome study, and you can download it for free today. Spend five weeks in the Word exploring the beautiful welcome of Jesus toward his most beloved creation, human beings. Humans, y'all. We're talking about God's plan A, his daughters and his sons. Now, to download your free copy of the Christ like welcome study, visit welcome. Tony. That's womenofwelcome.com slash Tony for your free Bible study. Go grab it right now and become more like Christ. Because this is like <laughs> this is the good stuff. Like it's a good what's stuff. happening right now is that we are like literally pr- practically pursuing the most whole version of ourselves and right. all those things that you're describing the awe and wonder the play yeah. the, like that's freedom that is yeah. real freedom that's that's yeah. like some people are saying it's like it's the soft life like so, it's like this new saying like with the gen z millennials you're like i just want a soft life I, I don't want okay i don't want no more testimonies god okay like, i don't want now more testimony i just want the soft life And I feel like what happens is we try to fabricate the soft life versus doing Mm -hmm. the hard work to get to the soft life, right? And I feel like what you're saying is if we really, really want a soft life, a life full of freedom and hope and light, then we got to go back and we got to embrace really hard things because, I mean, I don't know about you, but when trauma and pain entered my story, it stole the awe and wonder, I mean, people yeah. used to call me a Teletubby because I was just bopping around all the time, I'm like ah! And then all of a sudden, I started becoming heavy and dark mm-hmm. as a sixteen-year-old, drinking, smoking, popping, twerking, all the things, and I changed. Bitterness set in, and I think I'm starting to get that back now. Even I can even I tell. I'm like, you, do you see it? I'm even wearing like brighter colors. I'm mm-hmm. like, there's something about it, and. And I just I want that for people like I want them to to reclaim that. And you're helping us do that today. Yeah.
1: Well, so are you. I love it. It's beautiful. You're a living witness and a living testimony to that. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. That freedom. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing is beyond repair. Nothing Mm -hmm. in our souls is beyond repair.
0: Broken crayons still color. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you've, got it. See what I you've got it you've got it i love it <laughs> okay i have another instagram thing that i um stole from you i've it. it's mine now um i just <laughs> i love it and it's from the book the best of you here's what you posted you said when you are is a long one so so lean into this okay when you're hurt disappointed or angry it's so important to build trust within yourself first sometimes mm-hmm. you'll discover that you need to take action on behalf of yourself Sometimes you'll discover that the activation inside of you was bigger than the violation. That -hmm. what you really need is to tend to old wounds. That's why we need time. That's why we need a journal. That's why we need to get clarity from deep within first. What is the risk (laughs) of looking outward, Dr. Allison, Mm -hmm. instead of inward first? What will we end up with if we look outward?
1: It's just so easy to... Blame other people to mm. to put every. I mean, there's a couple of
0: things we outsource our self esteem. So if we look only the So don't don't see the, you going fast <laughs> like we already know. Okay, Did you just say don't outsource your self esteem. Yeah, is that what yeah. you're I just yeah. it burned a little bit. Like it, it was like oh Jesus, that stung somebody. I I need someone to know that you don't need to outsource your self esteem. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I need you to like follow me around. This is amazing because it's just flowing out of. Well, you know you
0: live it because it's just flowing out of you. You don't even know, okay? And I, but I'm here to be like, wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time for the people in the back. Okay, I'm ready now. Don't outsource your self esteem hashtag. I
1: mean, we. That's that's the if we're only looking outside of ourselves, we're either outsourcing our self esteem, which means our our the way we see ourselves is completely dependent on how others see us, Mm. which is a terrible way to live. Or we're blaming everybody, which mm. is also a terrible way to live. Surprise. right? Mm-hmm. So we have to do the work of looking inwardly oh. so that we're so because just like like what you read, it's exactly yeah. I mean, I had literally done that work that week because I was really mad. I was angry at somebody. And I as I looked inside myself, I was like, I don't think that person did anything oh. wrong.
0: Boo, boop. She did the,
1: They unknowingly tripped over an old wound. Now I can still kind of, ouch, that hurt, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, but if I don't do that work of looking at, now sometimes I might look inside myself and go, that was so wrong, especially when we look back, we're like, what that person did was wrong. And I actually need to do something to take care of myself. And that's where we get into healthy boundaries. But that discernment comes from understanding ourselves and doing that work of getting Mm -hmm. to know ourselves. So I always talk about taking a U-turn. You're activated. It doesn't mean the other person didn't do anything wrong. They might have, but just pause, look inside what's going on inside of me. And then you will be, again, it's that slower way to get to where you want to be faster because Mm -hmm. it's slower, but when you do take action, it's going to be way more in line with what you actually need to do.
0: Period. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Okay, surprise. (laughs) Let me just, let me lay it down for somebody real quick, okay? Stop blaming everybody else for you, okay? Because you take you with you. And even when we, and I, I mean, here's the deal. Many of us have been victims of really, really hard things. Sexual abuse, domestic abuse, verbal abuse, spiritual abuse. I mean, gosh, the list just goes on. However, I'm agreeing with what you're saying, Dr. Allison, because the moment I said that the people that caused me to be a victim could no longer have victory over my life is the minute I started healing. I can remember it. I was like, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I will not even let what happened to me anymore dictate the trajectory of my life. Mm-hmm. I want more for little Tony. I want more for That's me. Right. I want more for my daughter, my now son, my mm-hmm. husband. When when I was in this cycle of blame, 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 outward, outward, mm-hmm. outward, outward, I was leaking everywhere on my poor little husband, my new, my brand new husband. Y'all know I've been divorced. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotten into a new marriage. And I was just so angry at my past and what had mm-hmm. happened that I couldn't mm-hmm. move and settle into my new. And yeah. the minute I started saying, I'm not what happened to me. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's when I said, it's time, baby. OK, I'm mm-hmm. out here living a brand new, fresh life and I need to do my work. And that took a mm-hmm. whole lot of years. And as y'all can tell, mm-hmm. it's still on and popping. OK, I'm still doing my work. Um, OK, here's what we're going to do, because we are literally rounding third base, which is kind of cray cray, because I can listen to you all day. I want there's a question that I put um, at the end of every episode this season, Mm -hmm. and I love it because it kind of brings us down from like, what do you guys call it? Like the left brain down to the right brain? I don't really Mm -hmm. know. Okay, logical space right down to this, like the emotional space. There is someone I know listening and watching right now who's like dang smack in the middle of a painful moment of their lives or starting to remember some painful moment of their lives. Here's the question, Dr. Allison, what would you like to say to the listener that's in a painful Mm -hmm. season right now?
1: I would say I see you. Mm. I, I believe you. Mm -hmm. It's so hard to be where you are. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry for what happened to you. And I would say you can turn toward, and this is what you were getting at, Tony, Mm. you have a choice and it's a hard choice, but you can turn toward the work of healing. Mm. You can turn away from it. And that's the road to just resentment and and bitterness. And it doesn't mean that what happened to you was not terrible and that that other person that, you know, but that you can turn toward the work of healing and that is what God wants for you and when you do that whole life will open up in front of you that you were just talking about. So get support you don't the other thing I want to say is you don't heal in isolation. we don't heal and that's what's so hard is we're hurt yeah. by other people but we have to learn to find safe people with whom to heal and it might start with a therapist mm. and if you've been really really hurt start with a therapist because we don't heal in isolation. we need others to bear witness mm. to our pain.
0: And there you have it folks. Okay. Dr. Allison, can you pray for us?
1: I would love to. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for Tony. Thank Mm -hmm. you for uh, this beautiful 13 year old Tony that we all got to get to know a little bit today. Just the Mm -hmm. life, the color, you know, the vibrancy, the vitality. Um, Thank you that you're a God who heals. Thank you for your, that you're a God who wants to heal every single part of us. You want to heal not only every listener, but every part of every listener. You're going after those painful places because you want to bring healing because you are a God of healing. And I pray for every person who's listening, Lord, that more of your healing would reach every part of each listener and that more resources that they would just know, this is where I need to go. This is who I need. This is what person I need. I'm going to take that brave step because God, you want to bring healing in Jesus name. I pray for that healing in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Yay. Thank you so much for being here. And just sharing thank you. your space and your expertise. I'm like for the 20 plus years of your work, I'm hoping that the 20 plus years of the listeners lives will be changed because of it. Yeah. And thank you. Tony. Yay! Thank you. I love you too. Bye y'all. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the still coloring podcast with Tony Collier. I am so absolutely grateful to hold the stories of brokenness that we get to share with you and the honor that it is to point you to both resources and ultimately to our source, Jesus Christ. If you can't get enough of the show, we'd love for you to leave a rating and or a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And spread the word. If you've got someone in your life who you think would benefit from this show, don't keep it from them. And if Instagram is your thing, I want you to meet me there at Tony J. Collier. I'm a little wild, so buckle up. We'll see you next time as we all lean into the stories that help us claim hope and grit over our own lives. See you soon. The Still Coloring Podcast is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. It's produced and edited by Angie Elkins. The music is by Sam Collier of A Greater Story artwork is done by Natalie Maxi of Nueva Creative. The show notes are by Allie Young of Wild Young 3. And I am your host, Tony Collier. And I want to remind you that you can heal and find hope and grit right in the middle of it.